Hey, what is good? It's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo, and welcome back to Bobo's Block. And if this is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you for tuning in to this block party I have every single time I step behind the mic. And if this is your 67th, 68th, whatever time it is, what up, dude? It is good to see you back again here on the block. And thank you for kicking it with me for the one time because this week is a lot. Oh, man, this is a good, this is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot to talk about um but yeah we'll get into all of that but i want to say that this episode is solely sponsored by my patreon patreon is where you can do the most good and most helpful bobo's block and like i told you last week i really need it um <laughs> you can go to my patreon at patreon.com forward slash bobo that's patreon.com forward slash b-o-b-b-o and there you'll find multiple tiers to help support me and everything that we do at the underground media studios there you'll find multiple tiers starting from a dollar all the way up to three thousand dollars and 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 again if you do that three thousand dollar you are an investor in the underground media studios and my god please oh god just i just help help um <laughs> but yes there you can sign up for any monetary um benefit that you would like to do the tiers are set and you guys will receive your rewards from the tiers as well um and as i put it on the description but i didn't talk about it as well if you want to just support the the show the network or whatever without going to patreon you can hit me up on cash app and venmo um at bobo fnn on venmo and cash sign or dollar sign bobo fnn b-o-b-b-o fnn on cash app like because I, I get I get sometimes that Patreon is a lot. Patreon is a commitment. And like I say, if you want to just monetarily support, help out, help with keeping the lights on and getting that computer fixed. Oh my God, please. That it would be a lovely thing. Um, I want to thank you guys for the ones who have supported and who are supporting or so. So again, you guys don't know how much it means to me. Thank you so very much. So um, let's go ahead and get it up and start it into the up. Um, <laughs> so this week's update, I actually was out in an event. I told you guys I was out doing stuff and I, um, I saw a couple people out there. I want to shout out to everyone who came out to the cosplay kickback at B sun art gallery. Yes, it was an amazing turnout. It was a lovely turnout for black cosplayers in Jacksonville, Florida, and just a great community type thing. Um, I want to give major shout outs to the owners and the um, coordinators of the B sun art gallery. You guys are dope. Thank you for having me out there. I was able to um, not only like said, connect with the, with the community once again, cause I, I've been kind of like, busy and doing other stuff or whatever but i also got to perform i haven't performed um i want to say since like early 2020 jesus christ well no 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 i didn't even perform poetry um on my last breakout session and verbal lessons i did a comedy special so yeah i haven't performed poetry in like two years and i got to one do my tried and true and also break out a new poem um shout out to the boys from a caller like i don't see it i did get to do he who remains um if you check out my vlog coming up at the end of the week. I should be able to put a clip in there for you guys. So you'll get to hear me say, so you come to kill the devil. <laughs> so yeah, it's really dope. Um, I enjoy myself. I hope we're able to do more and more of these events and get the community to get together more and more on like a quarterly, weekly basis. But speaking of uh, getting the community together on a quarterly basis, Jack's podcasters of north florida jacks podcasters unite we're having a podcast meetup very soon please go check out the event bright information so you can get tickets and come out and hang out with all the other podcasters in the city of jacksonville man we are doing so much um with that group we have a website now if you guys want to check out the website and view all the podcasters who have signed up their shows along with bobo's block and the rest of underground media network you guys will be able to um see what all we got going down over here in jacksonville we are actually a very big venue or like demographic for podcasts like we have one of the most premier podcast um database sites in jacksonville buzzsprout buzzsprout is based in Jacksonville and it's so dope to have them here with their resources and their available available like 
um, wisdom or so they can help you out. Like, so they have a whole YouTube page you guys can check out. A lot of my friends are on that YouTube page. Um, so definitely go give Buzzsprout a look up. And if you are a podcaster who is in Jacksonville and who wants to kind of take their podcast to the next level or don't know where to go right now with your, like, starting a podcast, come out and see us. We will definitely be a great well of knowledge. And you can also join our community. Okay. All right. So, um, up next as well, I have a I have an event because I don't got a match. We have some words about that, my tag team partner and I. But DCCW, we will be at the Saturday, February 19th event of Breaking Down the Walls. Break the walls, dude! Break down the wall. Like, sorry, Jericho moment. <laughs> but, yeah, we will be back at um the, the um, DCCW ring i may have a little surprise for you guys when we get there if you get there and see us be on the lookout for what we're actually going to be doing that night so yeah i am i want to see your faces in the building please 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 come out and see your faces in the building and if you're not at dccw i want you at james weldon johnson park james weldon johnson park where they're having the inaugural year of the hip-hop festival this is going to be so dope i i want you guys to if you're not in mcclinney watching um, us wrestle. I want you to be downtown at James Weldon Johnson Park, like taking part in legitimate black history. This is black history, Month, And I told you we're always black history in the making on, on, um, call it like I don't see it. So this is a chance for you in the Jacksonville area to go ahead and check out what's going down in the city. Um, the hip hop festival is going to be debuting um this weekend like i said february 9th this is the first one um we're going to have so many different artists djs my homie mass Peel's down there al pete's going to be down there and i just learned that we are going to be doing a tribute to ill clinton the um beloved late ill clinton and you guys please again i want you down there if you're not coming to see me at dccw and mcclinney head down to james Weldon johnson park it's going to be an amazing weekend, no matter what happens. There's so much stuff that always goes down in Jacksonville. And people are always like, we always have stuff to do. Just look. But, yeah, those are things that are coming up for me and coming up, like I said, in the city and all that good stuff. I I implore you, get out, see Jacksonville. or Come come to see Jacksonville. We have a lot of shit going on. Like, it's dope. It's lit out here. Like, the more, what more can I tell you? Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think that that's about it for the, uh, I think that's what I, all I have for you guys right now for the update. So let's get into our friend of the pod of the week, week, week. And this week we have not one, not two, not three, but four people in the friend of the pod of the week. This is the Thirsty Nerd Podcast. Jamal, Clarence, Chris, and Gyro. Those boys be talking about a little bit of everything. If you guys love the discussions I have here in, um, on Bobo's Block, we also have a lot of, of people that I, I listen to and I, I bangs with. These are one of them. Like I said, these, these folks be talking about a little bit of everything. Go check out their last episode. Um, I want to say this was episode 69. And yeah, they they were talking about Scream, the new Scream that just came out. Um, and I, <laughs> they have a a bit of like a bit of everything nerd geek culture. They talk they talk on. They do a lot of movie reviews, comic book recommendation reviews, and things like that. So yeah, go check out the Thirsty Nerd podcast. I will leave their link tree in the description below. You guys will be able to find all of their socials. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow them on TikTok. Wherever they are, you will be able to find them. All right. Like I said, these guys are funny as hell and damn sure entertaining. And I definitely want you guys to check them out. Okay. Oh. I almost did forget um, something in the update, but we'll talk about it here. And because it's a, another podcast, it's my podcast. It is my interview podcast, Creators in Color. If you guys remember, Creators in Color is my it's my sit down podcast. Some of my David Letterman type shit, um, and I get to talk with some of the some of my favorite people. And now I'm introducing you to some some of the 
up and coming cosplayers. Because if you guys remember the blog, uh, it's, the blog is still up. I'm like, you remember the blog? I just don't write on it. Um, <laughs> I write it. On, I write on the blog every time Gambino drops an album. That's literally what has been happening so far. But, <laughs> but um, we started creatives in color as what used to be called cosplayers of color cosplayers of color was my um interview series that started around the same time as 28 days of black cosplay because around that time around like 2014 2015 ish we were like since nobody don't want to interview us let's just interview and showcase ourselves so a lot of people were giving love to black cosplayers and showing love to all of like said their friends and shit like that and that was a great movement and it still goes on to today but like yeah i wanted to give my part back as well to um doing it again so i'm i'm starting up creators in color and talking to a lot of like I said black upcoming cosplayers you can send me your faves i'll reach out to them and like i said talk with them and see if they can come sit down with me for about good 10 20 minutes or whatever get, get a little stuff in then and like i said let you guys meet your faves or let the world meet your faves okay so you'll see my fave cosplayers your fave cosplayers all our favorite cosplayers will be on creators of color that'll be coming up soon this week as i said probably after this podcast drops i'll be able to drop the audio and video version of creators uh, creators of color so yeah so you guys definitely will be on the lookout for that on youtube and on the wonderground um are like the wonderground feed okay this is not gonna be on bobble's block i know i posted the last two on bobble's block i love y'all but i can't keep putting all i gotta gotta put something to the wonderground all right all right all right all right so yeah so definitely be on the lookout for that so um now let us get into around the net and atn this week is whoo Heavy, heavy. <laughs> we have a lot of things to talk about. Let's first, I'm going to start off Start off slow. Okay, we're going to start off slow, and we're going to ramp this shit up, all right? Um, I know you guys probably, have, because again, a lot of niggas have, forgotten Legends of Tomorrow, but they're still going strong, and they, I think they're coming up on their finale very soon. I know they hit their 100, um... 100 episode mark or so like or like a major episode mark and um the season seven finale will have someone very close to my heart donald Faison has been legitimately casted in a legend tomorrow role as a fame hungry mystery character in its season seven finale so i think he may be booster gold i hope donald Faison is booster gold my god <laughs> <laughs> that would be lovely. We we would get Booster Gold in the mix, and we will also like have a a little like different Booster Gold. But again, there's a lot of heroes and characters they can pull from that are fame hungry and trying to get the spotlight stuff like that. But it would be lit as fuck if Donald Faison was Booster Gold. If you you you're probably like Donald Faison, Turk from Scrubs, Murray from Clueless. He's played multiple roles, multiple movies. The man is a lovely, lovely actor that I. I obsess over, but yeah, <laughs> Donald Faison is one of my faves. He's he's definitely um going to have my attention when the finale comes around and we see who he gets to play. All right. So all right, you guys know Super Bowl was this past weekend, right? It was this past Sunday, and with the Super Bowl comes Super Bowl ads. Everybody got trailers in. My God. So we're gonna. St- going to ramp this up in a little bit okay so i'm gonna keep it dc right now dc before the super bowl came out they put out a new trailer called looking for heroes so your first look at the justice society your first looks at aquaman movie more looks at the batman trailer first look at black adam like full-on black adam like it was raw. So let's firstly talk about uh, how they, they they pulled out all the stops. You got to see Adam Smasher, Cyclone, Dr. Fate. Um, you got to see Black Adam. You got to see the Batman in his full gear with Catwoman. You got to see Aquaman in both his king and stealth suit. You also got to see Hawkman. You got to see, like, it's it was hero on hero on hero on hero on hero. Like, they really were not, they were not playing around with this, right? So that that honestly 
like set the bar because they had so many things to kind of like get you hyped for. And again, the DCEU has been in kind of a, I wouldn't say slump, but kind of like a, a quiet phase. Cause all we, we had the justice, um, league Snyder cut, and then we got suicide squad, but we really haven't got anything big yet. Like we were still waiting for Shazam, um, fury of the gods. We're still waiting on black Adam. We're still waiting on all these movies to kind of get the momentum started. We're still waiting on Batman, which is dropping next month. Like it's, it's just been like, okay, when is the floodgates opening? And this, this was the start of that. Like my God, my God, they all look amazing by the way, especially like said the justice society of Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone and Adam Smasher, bruh. Oh, they looked stupendous. Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Spot on, spot on. I had no doubts, but again, like you never know. And also you hear Michael Keaton's voice in the trailer as well when he was talking with Flash and shit. And you hear Ben Affleck's voice, but we still haven't seen Michael Keaton's suit. We still haven't seen um, Ben Affleck's suit back up yet. Like there's still a lot that's still leaving to mystery. And again, like we still haven't seen Cyclone's powers. We saw Adam Smasher like running about in full gigantic mode. We saw Hawkman spread his wings. We see Dr. Fate in his helmet. Like it's, it's going to be lit. The DCEU is coming, swinging back hard. They really are. So, um, that was the first thing to drop. Then Moon Knight dropped a empire exclusive. Like I said, empire magazine dropped a full spread on Moon Knight and shows you the full suit. A lot of things. Moon Knight is coming up again as well. And you get your first, <laughs> like, again, like, get your first looks at all the goodies and stuff, right? So that, that we're going to come back to Moon Knight as well, too, because they had a Super Bowl ad trailer giving you more footage, more information about Moon Knight that's coming up. And, like, oh, my God, it was so, so good. Oh, so damn good. Um, I'm still on the fence about the suit. Like, it's probably going to have to grow on me or whatever. But yeah, like the Moon Knight trailer, it 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 pulls you in. It really does now. Like it, it got me super excited, super hyped for this because you don't know what's real and what's not. So damn good, damn good job, guys. So in March again, heading up with Batman. March is gonna be Moon Knight and the Batman, two two characters who actually get compared to each other a lot. So that's funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh no! Yeah, sorry. When I'm recording this, um, the verses for Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child just started, so that's gonna be something fun to watch when I get done. Um, but yeah, they had a 30 second Super Bowl ad. Another ad that came out or so was Jurassic World Dominion. This is a a full trailer, a new trailer, and y'all like they're like they they are hyping us all up for all this shit that's coming out this year. They want us back in the movies. They want us back in the theaters sitting down, mask on or whatever. It's crazy. But um Jurassic Park Dominion looks really good like compute like CGI wise. I I'm still I still don't give a fuck about the story. Like I try. I'm trying so hard to care about these dinosaurs. I really am. My, ju my my justice loves dinosaurs, so I know he's gonna want to see Jurassic Park. I don't know if he'll be able to watch a whole movie sitting still, but he's gonna be like dinosaurs. So yeah, so <laughs> that's gonna be fun to to endeavor into. Um, another trailer that we got this this weekend was Lord of the Rings, the the Amazon Prime one, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power on Amazon Prime. So yeah, that is gonna be lovely like i'm so between that and um fire and ice or whatever the the game of thrones prequel are called we have enough fantasy shit guys like chill it out but like <laughs> they're all those who are already going to be taking my time and <laughs> we got a lot of other like we got a lot of promo images from it and there was a promo image with an african-american character and a lot of us who had the same response of niggas in lord of the rings hosting <laughs> so yeah shout out to steph i will for that for that for vocalizing what we all were thinking like oh shit i might watch this <laughs> um we have a lot of a lot of time to kill on our hands with with like said a lot of us still working from home and like and just kind of how could i put it not really wanting to go nowhere 
Because <laughs> if it's either it's seasonal depression or the coronavirus, you probably ain't going nowhere, bro. So, yeah, that is that we have a lot of stuff to watch, a lot of things to stream. So that's going to be fun indeed. Um, still keeping it on with this trailers and shit. Um, where are we? Yes, talk about Jurassic World. Um, oh, no, let's go back to another Super Bowl ad. So, hilariously. Um, Mike Myers and the crew of Dr. Evil and number two and Frau and Scotty got had a Austin Powers fucking reunion for a Super Bowl ad for GM. It was amazing. Like, I loved it so much. You guys got to see the interaction between them again. And you forget how much you love Austin Powers or how much I love Austin Powers. Because, like, there were some bad, bad movies, but it was funny as hell. It's fun. I enjoyed it. And honestly, Mike Myers has also come out and said that a fourth Mike uh, fourth Austin Powers movie would be dope, and he would like to, like I said, it may be in the works, it may not, but he would be down for coming back. And with this happening, I think everyone is down for coming back, even like said Seth Green. Um, I would love a fourth Austin, Austin Powers movie, like especially now, like it would it would be good to see how they tackled the pandemic, how all the other like said stuff has changed in their lives. Because again, these people are 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 timeless, and and you can stick them in any era, and they will make fucking jokes. It would make it would work. And that's proven now here with the GM commercial because they're like, oh, Dr. Evil, you have to save the world by turning on the car electric and, and before, <laughs> before you can take over the world. So I I just want to see them all back. I just want to see another Austin Powers movie. So, yeah, definitely, definitely give us that. Um, all right. And lastly, the last trailer we're going to talk about is a biggie. Um, yeah, it's pretty big. I, hold on, I'm going to double check before we, yeah, talk about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, talk about, yeah. yeah so the last trailer we're going to talk about is pretty big. We got a second trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yo, when I tell you, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Because the first one, we, we kind of got the gist, like, okay, yeah, he fucked up the multiverse when he helped Peter. And then now we're going to go, like... Stop it. And, oh, Doctor Strange might be the enemy. Or he might be the evil one. But we got so much more. So much more. So, if you haven't seen the trailer, Doctor Strange, he's fucking around with some chaos magic in here. We get to see more of Wanda in her full Scarlet Witch um outfit. Um, we actually even get a teaser for what we might think is the Illuminati. And you know why we think that? Because you hear Patrick Stewart's voice saying, Maybe we should tell them the truth. And we also see some Ultron or Iron Man bots. So we have to figure out what's going on here. Um, Bear Mordo's back. And we may think he's a variant um, of for the Illuminati. And we have a lot of things that are just un, unconfirmed at this point. So I, whew, I'm excited to see what happens in May with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, but we have to have a discussion. We got to talk about it. Wanda says a line in here that, that people have been going crazy about. Wanda tells Doctor Strange that you do, you break all the rules and you're seen as the hero. I break, I break the same rules and I'm seen as the enemy. I don't think that's fair. So if you think about it, we're talking about context of what we know. Everyone's like, well, Wanda's wilding, you kidnap niggas, and he saved the multiverse, and this, that, and the third, or whatever. We don't know what's happening in this movie yet. Yes, Wanda is wilding, because she's, if we're going by what we know, she's equating Westview to helping Peter, which is not the same. Because technically, Doctor Strange did not want that shit to happen. He broke the rules, but he fixed it as soon as he could. She enslaved and trapped people for like months. And we also like, she let him go or whatever, but like it, it was a whole thing. And what I'm thinking is happening here is that Dr. Strange tries to jump into a multiverse and change something. She tries to jump into the multiverse and get her kids back. Cause we get a little hints of that. We even get her in Westview in Scarlet Witch gear, like kneeled down looking at another Wanda in Westview, in Westview garb clothes or whatever. So it, and that wasn't even like Westview, like, oh, um, 
Bewitched Clothes. This was like the Modern Family episode six or seven or so when they finally like were kind of breaking down and everything. Like, yeah, this was a little bit towards the end where we knew Wanda was in control, where we knew that like um, Agatha was just kind of pulling strings and shit or whatever. This is that Wanda. So it's a lot more that's playing in here. Um, we know that America Chavez is going to be used to try and open up portals to another dimensions and shit. Um, it's, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. And if you just go watch the trailer, you're going to be enthralled in what's all going on. So I think we're getting more than one story that we know of because she may even be talking not to our strange, but sorcerer Supreme strange, or she may be talking to defender strange, or she may be talking to any other variants of Dr. Strange that are out there. And again, she has a legitimate thing that, uh, that she wants to get her kids back or she's trying to get her kids back because we we know by house of m she wants some babies back so yeah but we also know that again like she's been studying the dark hole and all this other stuff and dimension hopping and she can't do that but now we got america chavez maybe she can like it's it's too much to discuss in, out of one trailer and that's fucking crazy and the sad part is there's even more stuff that we have not even touched the surface of so I am so hyped for all of these movies that are coming out, all these trailers that we got. Like, my God, we are in heaven again. Like, this is like nerd paradise from back in the day from when we were like, oh, you remember that, that list? Like, oh, it's going all the way out to 2020. It's not even out 2020. These are all coming out this year. Ah, so hyped. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me take a breath. Take a breath. Breathe. All right, so let's go into more news. So moving back into some um, TV show news, some Netflix news, we actually are getting the the return of some beloved characters, not in what you think. So Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Defenders, and the Punisher are all being removed from Netflix by March 1st. The removal notice has shown up with, when viewers watch on the series so we know you know when you um go to a netflix show now they're like hey this is going away on this day or whatever right so yeah so that means that they're officially returning home to disney these characters the ips um yeah this is oof, this is the end of an era we've talked about it before we knew that this was always going to happen or so but this is the end of an era and we may see the revival of these characters either on disney plus or in through the new movies and series because we've we've gotten Matt Murdock back already with Spider-Man No Way Home and we know he's going to show up in the Echo series so we may even get a get a new restart to the Daredevil the the Jessica Jones Luke Cage Iron Fist stuff and we may I don't know if it'll be a continuation a retelling of the story or how they're going to play it off because these people have already been established like they've already gotten their their like credibility in and if we have these same actors the same cast probably even the same crew i don't know we'll see if we get the same thing because punisher is a really dark show and to put that on disney plus um would be a little bit whew. um disney has gotten a little bit better at, at more like r-rated stuff or whatever and they've gotten a little bit better with showing like m killing and stuff like that or whatever like through like boba fett and and the star wars stuff and even with um even with the Marvel properties as well, too. Like, you saw in Hawkeye, there was a lot of fucking death. You saw in, um, like I said, all the, like, um, what's it called? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Captain America fucking smashed somebody to death with his, with his shield. Like, yeah, like, it was crazy. Um, I want to see where they move next with these characters. Because we are getting a, re a retelling, probably. Or at least a reimagining of the same stories, because we can all all of a sudden put them like, oh, all of this Netflix shit was in another um another multiverse, because now we have multiverse, we can fuck around like that. Um, I don't think we're gonna bring them in from the multiverse like how they did, say like Venom or Deadpool or whatever. But we're going to, because again, they already established that these people are in the in the MCU version of the shows so uh, of the movie so that's fine hopefully we'll figure it out and we'll get something very quickly so yeah 
Do, do, do. Uh, also, if you notice under Doctor Strange thing, I've completely ignored talking about the Illuminati because Defender Strange is in the Illuminati, and also a couple other people that we probably don't want to talk about just yet are in the Illuminati. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to it one day, one day. Um, alrighty. So moving on in the news, so director Wes Ball, the guy who did Maze Runner. Um, and writer Andrew Lineman of Shang Chi and the Seven of the uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings are set to bring the iconic Harbinger franchise to the big screen. Harbinger is Valiant, it's basically like Avengers. So um, I'm excited for this because it has characters that I do really enjoy, and they're like Faith and like a lot of the other Valiant comic characters. I actually started getting into Valiant because of Faith. Um, Faith is like a plus size or like a a, a fat superhero and like she does the same shit as like Supergirl or Superman and she no one really like focuses on like her outer appearance she's just a fucking superhero but yeah this came from um I want to say yeah this came from Deadline so yeah the feature on the Valiant Comic Harbinger I, I actually want to want to like go through a little bit of this on here okay um the comic follows a group of teens with superpowers who go up against the the corporation that tried to exploit their talents. Andrew, who wrote or co-wrote Shang-Chi, and um, is adapting the most recent iteration of the project. So, to, to, to the Melrose lot took Harbinger in September 2019 as the project's producer, Neil Mortiz, has his first look at Paramount. Um, Balls Oddball Entertainment, as Deadline's first reported, has first look deals from Paramount, right? Um, Ball and Joe Hardwick Jr. are producing for Oddball, and Mortiz and Toby J. for producing for original film. Dan Mintz is producing for Valiant Entertainment. So they're going to have a, a big collaborative effort on this. So I can't wait to see what the Harbinger team brings to this. And I, I'm excited, bro. Like I said, getting more indie comics out there is exactly what we want and what we need. Um, because you saw the success of of Invincible. Now, they're also in works of doing a live action Invincible. They're also in works of like bringing other invincible or image comic characters to life so i i want to see more independent comic book or like i said lesser um not one like lesser publishers such as like valiant image dark horse all that stuff or whatever because we can't just have marvel dc there's so many other comics out there there's so many comics to be adapted out there like um we'll talk about a, a lot of other independent comic books that I love when in the nerd gathering today. Uh, but yeah, that is, that is definitely a great step in the right direction when it comes to the future of superhero movies and superhero properties. Right? So yeah, so do, 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 moving on to the docket. Okay. So very sad news to report in the docket as well. Um, the beloved producer director, um, who's given us Ghostbusters, Kindergarten Cop, Stripes, and so much more. His name's Ivan Reitman. He had passed this weekend at the age of 75. Um, it is very hard to, to like, it's very hard for, um, Hollywood to hear that because again, he was the genius behind so many projects and so many like beloved classics. You definitely want to, um, pay homage and pay respect to the man who, who did it all. So, yes, yeah, so thank you for everything that you've given us, Mr. Reitman. I'm definitely, definitely appreciative of your legacy, and you shall be shall be missed. All right, so I want to say that might be... Oh, no, 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 last thing on the docket. So, um, Viacom CVS is taking the route of Facebook and, and Oculus and all that stuff. Well, not, that wasn't Oculus, it's really sorry. <laughs> taking the route of Facebook and changing their, their name to paramount they're going to be paramount now for global iconic recognition um because you know viacom cbs is the owners of like comedy central mtv um like all the all the little lumps of of, um what's called like true tv and stuff like that um bt few other channels and stuff so they all are on paramount plus this first started i want to say um back when they originally were like oh we're going to be turning CBS All Access into Paramount Plus. 
because uh, I think it was originally they started putting Viacom CBS shows on CBS All Access, like Chappelle's show and all the other things like that. And then they were like, we're rebranding that to Paramount Plus. And then now we're rebranding the whole company from Viacom CBS to Paramount. Paramount was the movie or production company, Hollywood production company that was purchased via Viacom and CBS, Paramount Pictures, things like that or whatever. So now everything is just under the umbrella of Paramount. Very interesting. It's better than like fucking meta. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, guys. Zuckerberg. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that is that now, I think, it is all that we have on the docket. So, of course, you guys definitely are going to get hit with a musical break. I want to thank you for sticking around for all of that. My God. Um, but yeah, we're going to go into a musical break. This is another hit from Langston Bristol. Um, you guys heard him before on the Burgundy Red with um, the band Sage. Um, but yeah, this is him and Nathani. Um, this is called Night Ride. When we get back, we'll be talking about the next installment in the Blurred Legacy series, Our Heroes. See you when we return. Said a teller when I'm outside Don't know where we finna go But we bout to hit the road We cruising Slowly bumping genuine and Lauren Switching lanes underneath the moonlight Tell me what you thinking, baby How you feel Trying to get you feeling right Let's reroute downtown, baby Sound smooth, no place to chow down, baby Let's hit the club, drop that ass down south, baby Go ahead and do that I love watching how you move that It's like a movie on Blu-ray Now we back in the whip, I hit the gas and we rolling Shot of your stone, I had a blood already pre-rolled up Where you trying to go, baby, let me know We can roll till the gas tank running low Midnight, late night ride with my little rider die She a bad thing, and she know it The moonlight shines just a little bit brighter when she outside Cruising slowly, turn the stereo up, let the bass hit Hit shuffle on the night ride playlist I could do this every night Waiting for my baby cause he's coming through He said I'll be his lady and he'll be my muse Looking out the windows, he is outside now he's looking at me with his brown eyes I miss you like voodoo, put me in the right mood Now I can't get my hands off you, baby Swear I'm just like Bluetooth, you know me like I know you I've been wanting more and more of you lately Every night, a simple delight Is sitting beside you and watching you drive Passenger seat like a throne you design I don't need favors, just need you and Welcome back. Welcome back. I want to thank you for joining me again here on Bobo's Block. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and start off with the next installment of the Blurred Legacy series. You guys know this is what I'm doing in February. Talking about how things that impact um, or how we as Blurreds have impacted the the ethos, the, the nerdscape, all that good shit. And this week, we're talking about our heroes. Oh, this is going to be a touchy topic, touchy, touchy. So, you know, you always have the problem that we we run into when it comes to our heroes. We're either blackwashing or we're taking space from other heroes and you've changed things. You, you, you've changed things. Or the one thing I like is that, oh, we don't need diversity. We're not, people don't want to read diversity. You're just putting characters in there just for diversity's sake, stuff like that. And it's stupid um, because honestly... We've always gotten that whole, you should make your own heroes. Don't take our heroes. Just make your own. And then we do that, and they're still not respected or, or not or not given the actual 
recognition that's needed. But Blurds have always been out here doing the goddamn thing. So we have definitely made our impact, our our, our mark in the heroescape. Because l- l- let's let's go ahead and talk about making our own heroes. Uh, let's do that. So we have heroes that were specifically made by black people for black readers, such as Blue Marvel, such as like I said to um like I said DC characters such as like Manhattan Guardian. As I said you have um characters such as like uh, like Steel who were made for black demographics or so like you have characters who are legacy and you have characters who are brand new. Let's run through our favorite black heroes cuz like again you can always count them down or so. Like you have people like Blade. You have people like Black Panther. You have people like um um let's go vixen you have people like storm storm is one of the most iconic black heroes as well you have people like luke cage you have um i'd say one of my favorite newer black heroes is duke thomas um the newest um robin and lark are the signal he's worn many hats um you have luke fox and now his brother jace fox the fox bros um is batwing and now respectively batman um we also have as well like there's so many black heroes in the dc marvel ethos as well as well as in um just indie comics so we have always had this uphill battle of oh make your own heroes and oh you guys are just taking this that and the third when sam wilson was given the mantle of Captain America. His main through line story was that he was not really accepted as Captain America. There was always some Twitter backlash or, so, or something like that. Or there's someone who don't see him as Captain America yet. And even in um in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that was the main throughput that he didn't feel as if he was Captain America until the finale. Like he didn't want to take up the mantle of the shield. He didn't want to just be in Steve's shadow. But he's his own hero outright plainly sam wilson is really one of the major um heroes that i tout when i when i call about my love for captain america because you now as as you did with spider-man miles morales you can see anybody in behind that shield anybody who has the love and the 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 right heart can be captain america you saw what happened when you put it in the wrong hand someone who's doing it for the wrong reasons you got u.s agent like I said, we we can also go into um, the DC side of things. Like there are heroes that are out there, such as like Cloak. Um, you have, uh, like I said, Manhattan Guardian. Manhattan Guardian is one of my faves as well. I had him on my list for um, Call It Like I Don't See It. I love Mal Duncan. I love what he stands for. He he definitely is a a true, like I said, per, like human, just trying to do what's right. And I enjoyed the narrative that yeah, he, he was put well, was like put into in um, Young Justice as well. Like he did not want to be like he didn't want to be like another hero or so. But he had took up the mantle of Manhattan Guardian because we needed somebody to step up as a champion. And yeah, like um, he's he's feeling his way through and he wants to do his part. Um, a lot of our black heroes, they're always find themselves in a, in a sense of, like I said, filling out the team. But now we're taking more of a, a front and center stance. So heroes like Naomi, Naomi is one of the characters that I love to see nowadays because she is made to be a leader. You have Sir Joyner. Um, Sir Joyner from the Green Lantern Corps. She started off as like a kid lantern, and now she is one of the most prolific lanterns in Future State. And, and she's literally like what the greatest detective, as they say now. Um, we have Simon Bass, who's another dope Green Lantern. Like we we have characters, and it's not just for diversity's sake. These characters are all made to be their own individual heroes. And I said, some of them are legacy heroes that take up the mantle from where we need to progress the story. When it came to all new, all different Marvel, there was such backlash for the, Oh, they're just putting diversity like women and black people and dead. And then no, these characters need an update and need a refresh. And these new people behind the mantles were able to do that. I loved Jane Foster's Thor run. I love captain America, Sam Wilson. I love Wolverine. 
Laura Wolverine. I love Logan, but that nigga died. Hey, that happens. It's comics. Um, but we we have to accept that people want to see themselves in the media and the and the things that they enjoy and ingest. Like I want to see more heroes of color. I and again, if you read comics, you get that. You see them. I want to see them in more prolific stories. I want to see them be able to shine. Our heroes are our history. They are our legacy. And of course, not just in DC, not just in Marvel, but all over. There are heroes out there made by black people for black people. And they want you to see yourself in the pages that you read and consume. I have a list of some comic books that I love and comic books that I've been suggested and all this stuff. It all started with Milestone. Whenever we have the discussion of black heroes, whenever we have the discussion of heroes made for our community, for the blurred community, it always comes back to Wayne McDuffie and Milestone. The crew at Milestone, is are, are they're like the, the blueprint, the prototype for creating our space in where we were not given the Dakotaverse is our space man you have characters like static you have characters like hardware icon rocket the blood syndicate you have all of these characters that were made by black creators for black consumers you have these stories that you can tell and not only just in in just the dc or our subset of dc let's talk about some interesting very lovely comics that are out there made by black people and for black people and for black readers first up we have ray comics you have the comic book joystick angels that you can go check out right now they have a lot of other stuff that is the one that i would say go go check it out and pick it up joystick angels you can find them on instagram at ray comics you have godhood comics you have their amazing story of the antagonist if you ever wondered what if the incredibles were black nigga this is it oh my god the antagonist is a great story because you have two former supervillains trying to raise their kids in a really crazy fucking world of powers and heroes and stuff and they're just they're really just trying to survive at this point go read it you guys will love the antagonist um you have stranger comics with niobe niobe is an amazing fantasy comic go pick that up as well you have freestyle comics freestyle comics is one that is close and dear to my heart i've been down with them since like since jump street bro like I, it's the first thing i heard about freestyle comics on facebook i've been down with them from from the beginning um i think i want to say around like 2013 2014 they've been gone since i want to say like 2009 or something like that but yeah but freestyle comics you have hot shot you have vigilance you have heroes international you have five star you have so many comic books that are out there to read and the, the, and the next one we are actually going to have on the show coming soon star child comics star child comics is a new imprint that will be putting out comics this year this is their first run they were f successfully funded on kickstarter and you will see comics like the cape metron mezuto um yeah menzuo and bark will all be coming out this year in 2022 like there are so many other black made comic publishers there's so many other black characters made for black consumers by independent comic comic book publishers so definitely go out support please Find your independent comic book characters and find their publishers. Buy prints. Buy um, the, the, the trade paperbacks. Buy anything that you can to support them to make them thrive so we can see more and more of these characters. And not let us not forget to shout out our, our friends who went from reading comic books to writing comic books. Like from Ant Piper, Ant Piper in the Trail League series, to my Twitter sister from another mister, Stephanie Williams. Stephanie is writing Naomi, I'm sorry, Stephanie is writing Nubia, and she's also been writing, like I said, on the Marvel side as well. She did a Misty Night imprint. She's done Marvel Legacies. She's done um, Wonder Woman Black and Gold. That is like, um, who else? Like I said, like, think of your faves and like said of course like said um the 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 who um the shuri series written by a black woman now um who else we got we have um a lot more comic books that are reaching our comic book publishers that are reaching out to black authors you have tanasi coates you have you have like said um so many other people that have been given 
the reins of these characters that we know and love. I'm so excited to see so much more from a lot more black creators and a lot more black characters in the upcoming years to, to, of reading. Like I can't stress this enough. Please go find your local comic book shop. Go find your local independent black comic book publisher. Like it's a quick Twitter, Instagram, Google, whatever, quick search. You will find them. They're out there. They're there for listening um, to their their lives. You can watch them do draw alongs. You can watch them on Twitch or whatever you want to do. Like it, they're here. Support them. They have Kickstarters. They have Patreons. They have whatever that they need to stay afloat. Shoot them a couple bucks, bro. I'm going to do the same. I've been doing the same. We have so many people out here that are doing what we always dreamt of giving space and voice to black and brown creators. You guys know that that is the biggest goal. Make sure that we are seen for years to come. That is our legacy that we are putting on paper. That is our legacy that we are etching in the halls of heroes. No matter what imprint you read, support black heroes. And definitely read independent comics, not to knock the major publishers, but supporting independent comics keeps this art form alive. I think that's all I have to say on that. Our legacy has been written. And now the story of our heroes need to be passed on. I've been your friendly neighbor, nerd, the Babo. And of course, you could find me anywhere that you can stalk your ex on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Bobo FNN. That's B-O-B-B-O-F-N-N. Be on the lookout for a new mini vlog on my Twitter. Um, and of course, hit up my Patreon um, at patreon.com forward slash Bobo. And as well, hit me up if you want to um, if you want to support monetarily on Venmo or Cash App. All right. So until next episode, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so very much. You guys are so lovely and have a dope ass week. Peace.